Hello and welcome to Ask the Oracle, the official Ironsworn RPG podcast. Hey, that was pretty good. I much prefer you doing it. Okay, all right. And uh, welcome everybody. We're happy to be back after a long hiatus. Luckily we carved out a little bit of time. Hope everybody's doing well. We're super excited to dive back in and continue our delve within the Temple of Denua from our last session. Yeah, so we're looking for this white pillar within the temple to save the world basically because that's that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of a delve using the any nominated delve mechanics. <laughs> that's right. And we're going to see what we find here. We've made uh, we made a little bit of progress in our last session, fought a big iron skeletal giant. I was super badass and uh, we're just mm-hmm. continuing on from that now. So, if I recall correctly, Matt, we were leaving the uh, the mausoleum, right? Yeah, we were sort of uh, heading out of that room after we had somewhat gathered our uh, senses after fighting that giant yeah. skeleton thing. Yeah. So let's see what maybe we, what we find beyond there. Maybe we make a feature roll on the theme and domain cards. These uh, these locations within Delve are all built out of theme and domain card or theme and domains. They, they come in a card type format, and you pair a theme and a domain to sort of decide the nature of the site. And they have feature tables that you can sort of roll on to help envision what you find. Hopefully we don't roll mausoleum again. <laughs> so why don't you give me a 1D100 roll, Matt? And we'll see, see what okay. we can Okay, so I rolled a 12 on features, which gives us uh, ancient artistry or craft on the theme card. Okay, what do you think that means as we're like moving probably through a passage from this uh, mausoleum? I think I imagine that it's maybe a um, like a large mural or like engraving on the wall that sort of spans this tunnel that we're walking down engraved with sort of uncanny artistry and skill uh, from the ancient giant stone masons. It's like the history of the pillars, right? Ooh, yeah, that's cool. Like the pillars like date back to the dawn of time, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we see like uh, ancient giants finding them or uncovering them, crafting uh, weapons and items that are attuned to the pillars. Mm-hmm. We see the like the rise and fall of various clans of giants fighting for control of the pillars, protecting them from other beings, other people. I envision you even stopping and like looking intently because you see you see a, a giant smith hammering on a sword that is that looks a little familiar to you. Yeah, and my hand strays to the the hilt of that sword and I I wonder if it is indeed the same the same blade. And I think it's it's sort of like an eerie sight cuz it's we're carrying this like crystal uh lantern with us that we found in that first room and it kind of cast this like pale blue light across these towering figures carved into the wall. I think I was more or less leading the expedition uh, when we were last playing. Is you envision that continuing or are yep. you taking a little bit more of a lead here? No, I think that it's definitely continuing, especially since I took a bit of a beating uh, in the fight with the uh, Ironbone Giants. Yeah, so yeah, that would make sense. I would definitely, definitely defer to you on yeah, that I'm one. Probably setting the pace a little bit that you're sort of struggling mm-hmm. to keep up with. So let's make a Delve the Depths move and see how things go as we progress down this long passage. I kind of would envision us hurrying a bit, right? After that last encounter. Yeah. Maybe a little bit fearful of what might else might rise in that mausoleum behind us. So I don't I don't picture us really moving with particular sort of air observation at this point. So I'm going to say I'm going to roll plus edge here, even though it's contrary to my best choice mechanically. Right. 
Yeah. And that's a miss. I can burn momentum for a strong hit. Uh, that would be kind of nice. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. I think we're like hurrying and me being somewhat injured from our fight, I may be lagging behind a little bit. And uh, maybe you kind of like lift me up a little bit or I, I stumble and fall and you grab me by the arm and yank me up and kind of give me a pat on the back, uh, encouraging me to keep yeah, going. That's great. So I burn momentum that knocks me down to plus one momentum because we've got that unprepared debility from being zero supply for uh, the entirety yep. of this campaign, basically, I think at this point. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> so normally you'd go to plus two when you burn. In this case, we're knocking it down to plus one. Mm -hmm. So strong hit is nice. Uh, that means we are going to mark progress on our delve. That also means we can get a potential little benefit here. Okay, that's three progress on our delve. And what do we want to do for... So on a strong hit, we can mark progress and find an opportunity. What do we want to do for finding mm. an opportunity? I would say let's not roll. Let's pick something that seems sensible yeah, for the situation. Yeah, um, I would really love to be able to rest <laughs> uh, if possible. We could heal. Yeah. Like we could find a sort of secure location that lets us take a break and... Yeah, just bandage up and... Yeah, let's do that. That would be great. So we'll choose the you locate a secure area option. So what does that look like? Why is there why is there an area that we feel relatively secure within? So I think that as we're uh, as we make our way down this long tunnel and the mural begins to sort of fade into the wall and we you know are no longer looking upon this mural, we see this uh, crack in a wall that goes all the way up to the ceiling where you know, something above has maybe shifted and uh, the load bearing quality of this wall is kind of given away. And so there's this huge kind of crack in the wall and we shine a light into it and see that there's uh, maybe a room on the other side that is otherwise uh, inaccessible. And so we were able to kind of just barely squeeze through the crack in the wall to get into this room. And we feel fairly secure in that there's not going to be anything that can get in and, and get at us uh, since the room itself is sort of cut off. Yeah. And I think you took a fall a minute ago there. You're obviously like having trouble getting your wind back. So we both sort of recognize that we need to we need to take a minute here, patch you up a little bit, give you a minute um, before we're able to move on. Yeah. So I, uh, as soon as we get into this room, and uh, I imagine that it's it's nothing too exciting, maybe some sort of like storage room or something at one point, but I would kind of lean up against a, a pile of rubble uh, and sort of catch my breath. And you would see that, you know, the blood kind of pooling in the wound that I took in our fight with the Ironbone Giant. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and I indicate for you to take a seat. I'm gonna try and bind your wounds a little bit up, give you a minute, give you a little bit of encouragement. I nod to you and and take a seat and maybe uh, bring out my water skin to take a a swig of water while you do your work. All right. uh, heal when you treat an injury or ailment. Roll plus wits. If you're mending your own wounds, roll plus wits or plus iron, whichever was lower. Fingers crossed. I've got no momentum to fall back on now, so this is all down to the dice. Okay. It's a weak hit. I'll take it. Okay. As above, but you must suffer minus one supplier, minus one momentum. Okay. So I clear the wounded condition, which I don't have the wounded condition, uh, but I get to get plus yep. two health, which is really. And I'm helpful, gonna. So. I'm going to kill one momentum just to reflect sort of the extra time we're taking here. Mm -hmm. Puts me down to zero momentum. Oof. I've got seven yeah. momentum, so I'm 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 still feeling pretty pretty spry. Are here. you feeling so spry that you are taking the lead in this next segment? I think that I am. <laughs> I think that I while you're uh 
No, I think that while you're bandaging me up, I kind of I see the fatigue in your eyes and uh, maybe the unsteadiness in your hands. And uh, as we get up and, and grab our gear and prepare to reembark, I will maybe hold out a hand for the torch and uh, nod to you and say, uh, I don't mind taking the lead for a bit. Uh, me and Einar can uh, can take the front. Thank you. And I just sort of fall in behind uh, you. Great. So Einar and I are going to... Uh, take up the the lead here. So I'm going to make a delve the depths move as we continue. And I think I'm going to continue with the uh, with edge. I think that we're still in a bit of a hurry here. Um, why don't we roll for feature again and sort of see like what this passage transitions into because that may impact your choice a little bit. Whether oh, it's yeah. being more Good cautious idea. or whatever. If you want to give me another D100 roll since you're now the expert at rolling D100. Yeah, now I I did it right one time. Now I know. That's uh, 38. 38 is going to be on the on the domain card, and it is going to be crumbling corridors and chambers. So kind of the default sort of thing you would expect in a ruin, basically. Also kind of works with what we yep. described uh, our secure location yeah, totally. being. So, so I just think we're sort of passing I, I think through this... more of that, more sort of somewhat featureless yep. passageways and small chambers antechambers were passing by, sort of giving a glance, you know, letting the light bleed into there a little bit to make sure there's nothing, you know, in there that's going to leap out at us or anything of that sort or no other alternate passages Mm -hmm. we should be following. But for the most part, this seems to be like a sort of main passageway that we're following that's sort of leading us deeper into this temple. Uh, So does that impact your sort of instincts and what move to be making there? I might be a little bit more cautious just because... Uh, yeah, we've got a little bit of distance between us and the mausoleum, and there's also, there's a lot more sort of, like, passageways and tunnels and things that we're passing by, and kind of crumbling walls and things like that, so I might be a little bit more cautious in traversing the terrain. I think I might go with wits, actually, on this. Okay. Just kind of taking it all in, looking around, being a little bit more cautious. I also reflect you, you sort of intuitively, like, using your link with your sword to help guide you as well, right? Yep, totally. So that's a weak hit on the Delve the Depths. So uh, we roll on the following table according to our stat. We rolled wits, 96. Take both, mark progress, and find an opportunity. Oh, what? Nice. Awesome. So we're up to four progress on our Delve, which is pretty nice. We're on a pretty good run here. So because that was a weak hit, we're going to roll on the find an opportunity table. Mm. And we get the terrain favors you or you find a hidden path. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is that we're, you know, we're moving a little bit slower through these passageways. And I maybe in um, between Einar and myself, we're able to kind of scout ahead a little bit. And uh, we maybe find a uh, through this, these sort of labyrinthine corridors, we find a uh, central passage that leads deep down into the into the temple and I'll kind of wave the torch back at you and say uh I, I think I found uh the way down this seems like the clear path yeah I feel like your sword probably resonates a little bit with that choice right to give you a little bit of assurance yeah so it sort of takes us off this passage that we were on that is now you know seems like almost a little uh secondary passage based on this new one which is wider some ornate mm-hmm. columns marking it seems like purposeful and important right yep you're going to continue to move with wits i think so i think that uh there there's nothing to indicate that i need to be more stealthy or move with haste so i'm going to continue going with wits and i get to add a plus one modifier to that roll from the last one 
It's almost a little bit unnerving, like how quiet and echoey and yeah. um, abandoned this place is now, right? We've got this sort of eerie yep, blue light sort of piercing the passage ahead of us. We've seen that there there are things alive in here or somewhat alive in here, but we haven't encountered anything else. And so we're, I think we're both kind of waiting for that next thing to sort of uh, emerge. Yeah, uh, so I, I uh, did not roll well. <laughs> Uh, but I could burn my momentum for a strong hit if I wanted to. Oh boy. I, I, it'd be nice if one of us had momentum for our objective. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And I, I think, uh, I think we might want to just deal with a complication here. Oh, we've got a, we've got a match on the challenge dice too. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to roll? Should we roll for a danger and then just put a little bit of extra spin on it uh, for the complication? I think, yeah. Put a <laughs> put put some extra <laughs> bullshit on it. That's just yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's let's uh, go ahead and reveal a danger here. Oh, check the theme card for a danger. I rolled okay. a twelve. Uh, one sec. I'll pop over to that tab. A blocked oh. or broken path. Uh, so that's cool. I think that's a good fit for what we're dealing with here. Yeah. So. That river we talked about earlier that had sort of cut through this place to form the entrance that we went mm-hmm. through. I think I think now like it's below us and it is it's sort of eroded, created a chasm here, right? That we now have to figure out how to cross mm-hmm. over. Does that make sense? Yeah, I love that. It's kind of like raging down below, and it's uh, just the echoey nature of this place. It's just like thundering, like it's it's almost like, trouble have trouble like thinking or hearing yourself. It's yeah. so loud. So what are we going to do here? I step up to the precipice, look down, look across, look back to you. Huh. I uh, I think I'm going to look up and kind of look at the ceiling and see if there's uh, anywhere where we could maybe find some purchase for a rope and potentially get a rope across the uh, chasm. Why don't we ask the Oracle if that's if there's anything helpful here? I'd say given the the nature of this place and the kind of the ruined architecture, there'd probably be something that we could... Uh, loop a rope onto. Okay, let's call it uh, likely. You want to make that 1d100 roll? We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's a 30. So okay. that's yes. I uh, I look up and I maybe spy a um, a broken archway that's kind of emerging out of the wall. And it's almost like this, uh, this natural, well, not natural, but this stone hook that is kind of emerging out of the wall. And I point up at that. We could maybe uh, get a slipknot around that archway up there. Maybe swing across. Meanwhile, I've been a little bit distracted because I'm like looking down the the chasm, right? I reach for the torch from you and take it and sort of hold it, let the light sort of project deeper into the chasm. And I just say, something's climbing up the wall. Hurry. I think it's matter, maybe a matter of facing danger to get the get the rope usefully wrapped around this thing. And yeah, I uh, so I'm definitely moving with um, with speed here. So I'm going to be rolling edge. Uh, I. Uh, reach it. I reach into your pack uh, as you're kind of standing there defensively with the spear at the ready, and I, I don't even bother asking you what it is because I really don't want to know. Uh, and Einar kind of takes up a position beside you, uh, equally uh, defensive. Uh, his hackles raised. He's kind of standing shoulder to shoulder with you. I get the rope out, and uh, hey, look nice. at that! Beautiful. So that's a strong hit with doubles on the challenge dice, which means we find an opportunity here. Man, okay, cool. So on a strong hit, uh, successful, I take plus one momentum. That gives me plus eight momentum, which is great. So I I take the rope out and um, I kind of very quickly tie a slip knot and do a little... I throw it up and it just 
kind of loops onto the thing. I give it a tug to tighten that slip knot. I give it a little test and I pat you on the back. And as you turn, I'm already swinging across the chasm, <laughs> like just like, and uh, I get to the other side, touch down with my feet uh, and use the rope to kind of pull myself back up the rest of the way. And then I toss the rope back to you. You don't say, throw me the idol. I'll give you the rope. Throw, yeah. <laughs> throw, throw me the idol. I'll throw you the whip. Uh, and I swing across as well um, uh, quickly because uh, the thing climbing up the wall was nearly at the top. And maybe we can just apply this little benefit we have into that whatever this thing is, it's not going to be able to cross the chasm itself, right? For some reason. Yeah. Um, so what do we see as we both land on the other side of the chasm here? What emerges from the top of the uh, the other side? Uh, do we want to roll on the denizen matrix? Maybe. Sure. Let's do that. We can ignore a result if it doesn't if it doesn't seem like natural. If it doesn't make sense, yeah. Climbing up a rock wall. Uh, ninety three. It just says denizen. Okay. There's we don't have yep. anything there. So. That means, do we get to we make get something new? Put something in that space, and then it will live in that space uh, from here on. Okay, cool. So I don't know why, but I think that <laughs> I just picture like a uh, like a crab-like creature coming up the wall, like this sort of like somewhat amphibious, like it maybe came out yeah, of the like water, uh, but able to climb on the walls. And uh, I picture Einar still on the other side of the chasm, and I, I call out to him. I say, Einar, Einar, jump! And Einar backs up a few steps and takes a, a leap and kind of glides almost across the chasm and, and lands on the other side. And as Einar leaps, this thing's claw kind of snaps at the air right behind its tail uh, as Einar lands on the other side. And I stand with sort of my spear ready, waiting to this thing see this thing is going to try and leap across the, the gap itself. But it sort of skitters back and hisses at us, then disappears into the darkness down the passageway. We hear a little click, 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 click as it heads down the passageway, perhaps in, in search of easier prey. So that is a iron shell crab. Love it. How cool. big is it? I think it's like as big as Einar. So I think it's like the size of a that small is, horse. That's, yeah, that's uncomfortable for crab size. You don't want that. Yeah. Yep. Ugh, mud crabs, disgusting <laughs> creatures. All right, continue on. Yeah, because it it feels a, a little, little like from my brow with haste now, maybe potentially. I think now that we know that there's a giant enemy crab, yeah. I think we have to move quickly. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. So let me uh, let me go ahead and uh, let's say let's roll with the passage theme one more time, and then next time we'll see what we encounter at the end of this stretch. Does that work for you? Yeah, sounds good. Yep. Oh, here they are. Okay, cool. Edge for haste. No modifier on this one. Man, my dice are Look at that. hot today. Another strong hit wow. with opportunity. Another that's insane, that is, actually. Yeah, totally insane. Mathematically, yeah. uh yeah. okay, so that's it. Yeah, seven on the action die, uh two threes on the challenge dice. So that's a strong hit with an opportunity. Nice. So I uh, get to mark progress, so that gives us five progress, and we get to find an opportunity. Uh, maybe we just put a little spin on whatever we choose in terms of the opportunity, opportunity that itself, we discover. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like a clue offers insider direction. I really like that, too. Like, maybe we find uh, what is essentially the the giant version of a you are here <laughs> map, like where we can kind of see where we need to go next. Yeah, what is that? How does that manifest itself? I think um, we come to maybe a... a series of branching corridors and uh we maybe take a moment and look around uh einar goes off and 
hunts a rat to eat. Uh, I'm brandishing this torch looking around, and I notice that there are more carvings on the wall um, covered with uh, algae and slime from the moisture from the river behind us. I brush some of it away, and I notice that the carvings themselves uh, have different sort of symbols, and each hallway has a symbol. I brush aside one, and it's like a circle with a line through it. I brush aside another, and it looks like a sword. I brush aside the third one, and it's this bit like kind of basic rectangle, a sort of oblong rect- rectangle. And I sort of point to it, show you, that looks like the pillar to me. I lean and look as well, unless it's intended to make us think that for some reason. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's push on. Let's carry that carry that forward. So, so we should, yeah, we should take another a- plus one into our next delve roll. You're just going to yep. keep rolling because you are doing awesome. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't see why I should uh, stop here, except for it's it's gonna backfire on me here in a bit. So I think I'm I'm a little bit um, I'm filled with a little bit of uh, uh, muster here. So I'm I'm moving even quicker down the hallway, uh, eager to uh, discover what lies at the end of this. So rolling edge with uh, extra plus one mod for that strong hit. There we go. Weak There's hit. a weak hit. Let's roll on the table. Uh, on a weak hit, roll on the following table according to the stat. So 58 on the edge, uh, that'll be marking Good. progress. Good. Yeah. So that gives us six progress yeah. total on this uh, Delve. Amazing. Let's roll a feature for, I sort of envision this passage transitioning into something else possibly. So let's let's maybe roll a D100 again and see what we find. 77. 77 is a preserved vault. Oh, is this where it is? I actually picture it being a preserved vault of iron-forged weapons and armor. Oh. And why is it preserved? It's preserved because it hasn't been opened for many, many years. So I'm actually, uh, we take a quick breather. I'm leaning on the wall sort of adjusting my shield on my back, a lean against the wall, and we hear a click. And opposite us, the stone slides open. There's a big uh, rush of trapped air and dust comes cascading out. And we see beyond the glimmer of huge iron weapons that look like newly forged. I sweep my gaze over this. I'm walking along the chamber and sort of sliding my hand along the the weapons and there's spears and swords and huge hammers ornately fashioned beautiful lined with runes some that are a bright silver metal some that are black as if forged from black iron Mm-hmm. Perhaps our, our friends will be able to make use of this. They may not have even been aware of this chamber themselves. I think this will go a long way in ingratiating the giants to our cause. And I'm just thinking my friendship bracelet goal with uh, <laughs> Earth giant friends is like one step closer to... Uh, your wyvern sort of clambers in after us. And he's sort of sniffing at a hammer that's leaning against the wall. <laughs> I, uh, Einar gives it some face rubs like a cat, <laughs> kind of like rubs his face along the iron. So how are we continuing? Seeing the, the undisturbed weapons and as we're, I, I, I can kind of feel that we're descending very gradually, but I still feel the weight of the mountain mm-hmm. on top of us. And 
I will maybe start to move a little bit more cautiously uh, as I can feel something in the sword on my back. There's this kind of palpable tension, and I realize that we are nearing our goal. And so I'm going to start moving cautiously, and I communicate to you that you should do the same. Um, So I think for the next Delve the Depths, I'm going to be moving with Shadow. That sounds good. And if we make progress on this, I think maybe we'll even be... I think we've uh, arrived, yeah. So yeah, I think we're continuing down the same passage, but there's sort of a feeling of inevitability at this point, right? Sort of something in the air. Yeah. So yep. Let's let's see what happens. Yeah, and we and we've maybe like uh we've we've stopped finding branching passageways yeah. and stuff and it's just this kind of this feeling of inexorable sort of descent where it's like we're we there's nowhere else to go. There's no turning back. We have to keep moving forward. Yeah, totally. So that is a weak hit. So let's go ahead and I'll roll on the There's so much tension with that weak hit table. 34 mark progress. Oh, nice. All right. That gives us seven, seven progress. progress I total. think we're at a tipping point narratively and mechanically. I think, I think we I'm feeling yeah. pretty good. Okay, so walk me through this. How do we how do we uh how do we do this? How do we conclude our so progress? So it's basically here? a move. So uh what we've been doing as we as we're progressing through this delve is Marking progress on our progress track. And there's a uh, reach your objective or locate your objective move, which is basically the way to oh, yep. uh, resolve that progress track, right? Similar to a journey where you reach your destination. Same thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, either, you know, either going to, depending on the result of that role, you're either going to find what you're looking for with a little bit of advantage, find something but with a complication, or your expectations have been totally undermined um, in some fashion if you score a miss. Yep. Progress move. So we're not going to be able to burn any momentum on this, or even though your momentum is high, it's not going to be able to aid us on this. Uh, when your explanation of a site comes to an end, right. roll a challenge dice compared to your progress. Uh, within this roll 20 character sheet, we can actually do that right on the delve itself. So I would say, since you've been yep. leading it when relatively lucky on your rolls, let's have you do that. Okay. Fingers Here crossed. We go. Oh my gosh. That's a weak hit. Boy, thank goodness. Wow. At first I thought I saw two <laughs> sevens on the challenge dice. So my oh, heart was just Oh man, yeah. So. Yep. <clears throat> so on a weak hit, uh, we locate the objective, face an unforeseen hazard or complication. I, I mean, I think we know what. Yeah, I think we right. need to, I think we need to give it a little bit of. Extra zing because I think it's it's not necessarily unforeseen, but probably easier to, yeah. to figure out a way to amp it up a little bit. So totally. So what I envision is two huge iron doors, right? And I think this is the complication that there's no way to there's no way to do this furtively. Um, testing the door and it just but times a thousand, right? Yeah. But yeah, there's these two iron doors that are sort of ornately carved. Left and right on the left side is a pillar carved in black iron. On the right side is a pillar carved uh, in white iron. Um, Cool. Yeah. On the right side is glowing in light. On the left side, the black pillar has a swirling storm above it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so what are you going to do to sort of push your way into this place? Or what's our next step here? I... Imagine that the uh, the the kind of thrum from my sword would reach its zenith as we reach these doors to the point where maybe even you could hear the kind of hum of the metal, this sort of like. Mm-hmm. And as we push open the doors and we see the pillar, 
there's the sword just becomes silent. Like it's almost so in almost, reference almost like a sigh, pillar. Right? a sigh and then silence. Yeah. Just like, Oh, yeah. I'm here. I'm back. Uh, and it, this strange feeling of deja vu washes over me. Like I've, I've been here before I've opened these doors before I've seen this pillar before, even though I know I haven't. Uh, but that, that feeling from the, from the sword itself is so palpable that I feel it too. And, uh, we step in and, uh, I imagine that the, the pillar itself gives off light, um, this kind of subtle silver white glow. Uh, and so as we enter this room, I would maybe even drop the, the torch to the ground, uh, as it's unnecessary in here. And I envision this is a huge chamber, like the limits of which we are yeah. sort of shrouded in darkness. Yeah, I think the ceiling just disappears uh, for us. The pillar is centered in the chamber. There's carved, like the floor is iron. There's carved sort of concentric circles that radiate out from the pillar. Each each circle etched with runes that are sort of indecipherable to us, right? And then out of the shadows behind the pillar uh, in answer to sort of the fading echo of us opening the iron door comes a creature. What does it look like? Do we need to refer back to our what we rolled for its characteristics to give ourselves a little reminder? Yeah, I think we probably should. So bony protuberances, which we ended up sort of <clears throat> translating into iron sort of protuberances. Iron that's... Yeah. Uh, yep. Strange color markings, which I think can just be, it's almost tattooed with iron, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Wings, which are made of iron, which are awesome. And I think as soon as it emerges, like its wings got to like snap open, right? Um, yeah. With a crash. Uh, intimidating vocalization, which will be like a metallic iron giant type voice. Yeah. It sounds like a stone dragging against an anvil, just like this. <laughs> It's also a leaper, flyer, guider, has keen senses. Um, yep. And maybe the f- maybe the floor slopes up toward the um, toward the pillar in the center of the chamber. Yeah, I like that. And what does the pillar itself look like? Like, how big is it? Is it a twin for the other pillar in terms of size? Is it what does it have in terms of features on it? Like, what do we see? I think that the pillar itself is similar in size and scale to the black pillar that we've seen, but um, it has this. Uh, like I said, like you described this uh, almost translucent sort of incandescent quality to it where it almost looks more like a gemstone than than iron. Uh, and it's this pearly white opalescent with this glow that kind of radiates around it. Um, and I think that if you get close enough to it, you can see that there are these spiraling concentric sort of designs that cover every single inch of it. Uh, just these really, really intricate, almost like um, fingerprint design all throughout, all across its its surface. And it's it's perfect. It's it's uh, completely symmetrical. It looks like it was expertly carved by the hand of a god. So we see this 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 huge giant that has been mutated and tormented by iron has now lived here for centuries, right? Guarding this pillar. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where everything just after it makes its entrance, where everything sort of stands still. Yeah. I wonder if you like, because you're, you're, this is sort of a fulfilling moment for your sword too, if you should be singing a keen to prepare for battle here. I mean, I think that I have to, right? Yeah. So Matt has the, the keen ritual, which basically gives you a little bit of, uh, 
damage buff in exchange for sort of honoring the dead that live within the sword. Yeah, I uh, so I rolled a strong hit on this keen, so I I draw out this sword, this ancient blade that I've carried with me my entire life. Um, I draw it out of its leather scabbard on my back. Uh, this large, broad-bladed weapon forged by the hands of giants to be wielded by people of my size. But in my hands, it's more like a hand and a half sword. I hold it in front of me, and it somewhat resembles the the pillar, the white pillar in front of us as I hold it aloft and begin singing a keen in the language of my people. And it takes on the same subtle silver-white glow that the pillar has as I do so. With a strong hit, uh, I inflict plus one harm when I strike or clash. If I roll a one on a move to inflict harm, the magic goes away. That is so awesome. You know what else I think happens is that along the walls of the chamber to the left and right Mm -hmm. of us, right? Because we're sort of standing at the the back of the chamber. I think we see the ghostly forms of the people that the sword is killed through yeah the ages sort of gathered now and they don't join in your song they are silent but i think there's a a sense of potential release for them as well yeah like the sword has led them here as well yeah yeah they've they've all perished in this sword's journey to get back here uh and so this is it's kind of them coming home as well uh as they appear and sort of watch stoically as I stride forward holding the sword aloft. That gives me an idea for how the uh, potential sort of like what happens to the sword once we're here, but let's talk about that if we manage to survive. And I think like that the the few moments here where the the iron-racked guardian was studying us uh is now yeah. like that tension is broken by the sword as it reacts to the sword and it rages and leaps into the air, iron wings snap taut with a sound like a hammer clang and leaps toward us yeah. as we enter the fray. All right. Yeah, what am I going to do for enter the fray? Feels like feels like hard for both of us, I guess, probably, right? Yeah, I think yeah. So what are we doing with the rank of this this fine fella? So what do we have do we have a rank applied to him in the we do uh not. or no, yeah. I guess we wouldn't. Yeah. Um I mean, I think this has got to be pretty It's going to be formidable or extreme. Like giants, yeah. Giants, uh, I think, are if I recall correctly, are extreme by default, right? So we can either decide mm-hmm. that the like the years and the iron sickness have weakened this guy, or mm-hmm. not. Maybe we ask the oracle. Like maybe we just <clears throat> leave it up. Like a like an yeah. extreme fight is going to be very very tough. Like maybe we're not up for it, but that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, I guess. Yeah, could also be that the presence of the sword yeah. is potentially yeah. weakening it. Let's ask. Is this extreme and give it a 50-50? Oh, God, help us. Okay. So Okay, here we go. <laughs> 50, 50 to 100 is yes. Sorry. To yes? Yep, 61. This is really going to be rough. I might not make it out of here. But it didn't, I don't know. You yeah. know what? Extreme well, feels more right. Like this is. It does. It does. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enter the fray with heart. As, as am I. Let's make those moves. See what happens. Strong hit what? for me. Hang on. Let me remind myself of my assets here. Shield bear face danger using a shield as cover. I'll be doing that. Thank you very much. Uh, sword and vow. Sword and make him. All right. No, just my just my shield bearer. If I'm uh, don't have initiative, then I'll probably be facing danger and leveraging my shield to okay. fight this guy rather than. That's a probably a good idea. Well, hey, before we uh, before we get started here, it's been an yeah. honor. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been an honor and a privilege. 
Right, let me just turn on boss battle two from Chrono Trigger. There we go. <laughs> All right, here's my heart. And that's a weak hit for me. I'll take it. So weak hit, I yep. get to either take plus two momentum or take initiative. Uh, Man, I would have been taking plus three momentum on my strong hit with initiative yeah, there. I'm going to take the momentum. Oof. I'm going to take it. As long as one of us has initiative, then yeah. I'm okay with that. All right, so I've got plus two momentum now. So I think you have the opportunity. So this guy's flying at us. I think you have the opportunity to act first. So what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to end the fight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to strike. I think I'm going to, I I have. Um, kind of meet it, meet it as I, it lands. Ha- yeah, I think it's coming towards us. And I uh, almost instinctively with this sword in my hand uh, and it's, it's humming and glowing. I sort of I whip it around and I'm going to try and use the beast's own momentum to drive it into the blade of the sword. Right, so roll a one because uh, that will kill your bonus i'm gonna try real hard Uh, weak hit you could burn momentum to a strong hit hit. i could i don't i would take the weak hit i'm gonna take the weak hit because you're striking you're not gonna take any damage in response to that you're just gonna lose initiative exactly okay so i'm dealing three harm correct two from a deadly weapon and one plus one from my keen so that'll be six ticks total. We filled one box. Half of another. And half of another. Not too bad. So I, ver- this is very much, I'm living that like uh, Samwise Gamgee against Shelob fantasy yep. right now. I just, I drive this glowing white blade that was forged by this thing's ancestors. And I drive it into, in between the iron plates that are fused with its flesh and drive home this giant forged iron and something like blood spills out of this thing uh but it's black and icarus as it comes out and i use this thing's momentum to kind of shove it to the side almost and roll underneath its weight as it comes crashing to the floor wounded but still uh dangerous and uh, i end up on the other side of it uh losing initiative does this guy have a weapon I think that it just has like claws or oh, what if it what if its weapon is yeah. fused with it? Let's give it a That's sword. Cool. Cause that Okay, dope. It has a sword like fused with its arm. And I don't have initiative, so I think what happens is is like this thing lands with such force that it it, it sort of sta- it ends up sort of staggering both of us, right? Yeah. I was rushing forward alongside you and Mm-hmm. intending on sort of doing the same as you, right? Like letting our momentum sort of meet and uh, do it some damage, but it hits the ground and, and staggers me back and sort of, I sort of lose my forward push as you go rolling under it and yeah. come up the other side and, and are now also out of position. And I think it just, because I'm now sort of facing it directly, I think it just takes a swing at me with its sword as it hits, like in one sort of smooth Ooh, yeah. motion. It lands and is swinging its sword at the same moment, this huge iron blade. And I just bring up my shield in defense. I'm going to face danger against it. Because I have an asset uh, for my uh, shield. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. When you face danger using your shield as cover, add plus one. And that's what I'm doing here. Great. And I think that's going to be an iron move with face danger. Uh, I'm just so nervous, though, with this whole thing. (laughs) There's just no... This thing gets away from us. We're in trouble i know yep strong hit 
Yeah, very nice. So I'm going to get another plus one momentum. I'm actually building momentum up for my zero, so I'm up to plus three now. That's okay. Hopefully I keep doing that. Yeah, not too shabby. When you face danger, get a strong hit. You're successful. Take plus momentum. So yeah, I, I bring up the shield and and instead of just like purely sort of like taking the, the brunt of the blow, I do more sort of a deflection, right? I'm, I'm pushing the shield forward mm-hmm. at the exact moment that the sword slashes across and am able to like, I keep using the term momentum non-mechanically, but like I'm using the giant's own momentum and sort of <laughs> against it, right? And mm-hmm. push the sword away. Um, so now I have initiative and I'm going to follow it up with, I'm kind of tempted to create an opening for you and by aid your ally here. Ooh, that might be kind of nice since I'm a damage yeah. dealer. I'm kind of tempted because it feels like you're with your sort of empowered weapon that is sort of attuned to cause him damage at this point that my spear is all, not all that effective anyway. Right. Yep. Yeah, what I envision is actually just sort of carrying forward this sword and almost doing like a, a, a shield push or a shield bash to totally sort of like just yeah. try to as much as I can, although this thing, you know, weighs like whatever, 10 times what I weigh probably. But I'm just, I'm just um, mm-hmm. sort of forcefully pu- pushing his weapon out of position, looking at you, seeing you sort of out of the corner of my eye, trying to get you in position to sort of spring up and and bring your weapon to bear against this guy while he's distracted with me. So I'm gonna, fa- I'm gonna secure an advantage with uh, iron to reflect all that. Cool. Oh boy, <laughs> strong hit. Damn. Now you're yeah. rolling well. All right, so this is this was a- done under aid your ally. So this is actually to you. You can add plus one on your next move or take plus two momentum. It's probably going to be the plus one in your next move, right? I can't. I can't yeah. take any more momentum. So you get to take the benefit of the strong hit, which will be the add plus one on your move. So what are you doing? You now okay, have great. initiative because I do did I, aid your ally. That was because you a got strong a strong hit. hit. Both, yeah. Okay. Um, great. I'm gesticulating wildly here and hit my microphone. <laughs> Because people can see me emphasizing with my hands on this podcast. Yeah, yeah it helps. Yeah. Yep. So what are you doing? Uh, so with initiative, I'm going to strike again. Uh, you've set me up pretty well here with the shield bash and uh, unsteadied this thing on its feet. And so um, I regain my footing, uh, spin around, sword clasped in both hands, humming. Uh, I whistle to Einar, who uh, bounds up next to me and joins me in this charge as I come up behind this beast and uh, try to uh, cut one of its hamstrings. I'm going to roll strike with a plus one from the Ager ally. Strong yes. hit. Oh, that is so awesome. Okay, so that's a strong hit. I get to inflict plus one harm, which means I'm dealing four harm total that's eight to this ticks. thing, which is eight yep. ticks. Two so. There. We fill two there, four there, and then another four, and then another half. So three and a half boxes filled now. I'm kind of glad we made this guy extreme. So yeah, because now it feels so awesome. Okay, so Einar comes up. uh, So you've shield bashed this thing. I whistled Einar. He's with me. And as he as we charge towards this thing, Einar outpaces me by a few steps, leaps into the air, gliding and smashing into this thing's sword arm, driving it into the ground, and this thing takes a knee, and as it does so, I come up, put the sword on the back of its knee, and just go, and kind of cut through this thing's hamstring, Uh, and it 
loses this metallic roar that actually breaks stones loose from the ceiling and they come clattering down uh, as I uh, just debilitate it with this glowing blade. And I retain initiative as well, but uh, you also have initiative, so I think you should go before me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I think I'm gonna strike. I think I'm gonna strike um, yeah. with my s- spear. Yeah, I'm sort of on the other side of it, with uh, sort of entangled in its arm, more or less. So, right into its sword hand, or you know, the lower arm mm-hmm. with my spear. Uh, so yeah, I don't have any assets that are gonna help here. So we're just gonna do a straight iron strong hit. Oh my god. What is happening right now? Oh man! Uh, I think Ethan did a, like when last time they updated Roll Twenty. Maybe they just like tweaked the numbers just a little bit, which yeah, I appreciate. just a little bit. Right yeah, now. yeah. Um, no, okay it's I, I'm really uh, enjoying the new Roll Twenty <laughs> sheet. Uh, so that's going to be <laughs> three harm for me. So that's going to be six ticks. So we fill that box. That's yep. two. Another four here. Holy crap, dude! So we're up to so five filled progress. Uh, five boxes. Like we're up to viability yep. point here. Like I want to get a little bit more, but yeah, both of us still have initiative. <laughs> we're just we're ruining we this are. guy's day right like, now. Mm, he should have. He should have like. He should have been training this whole time. You know, he's just been yeah lazing around yep. here in his chamber. He's been watching <laughs> he's Netflix been, in here and not actually keeping up with yeah. his training. Yeah, do a few pull-ups, guy. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. It's amazing. All right. So I still have I initiative should, I here. I think we should bounce back to you. Okay. Um, I think that I'm going to either strike or s- try to set you up for a good hit. I think you got to carry it. As long as you're not rolling the one on your action die, like I think you got to carry that damage forward. Okay. Okay. Yep. So I've just put my blade against the back of its knee, cut through uh i'm going to try and bring the blade up and bring it down and maybe hack one of its legs off uh so let's go ahead and roll strike no plus one this time all right weak hit okay there's a weak hit all right so that'll be three harms so six boxes total six ticks total or six ticks six boxes so that's another box filled and a half so i bring the sword down cleave into the meat of its thigh but i hit the the bone, which is coated in iron. And uh, this thing actually kind of uh, uses one of its wings and it beats one of the wings downward and sort of knocks me aside. And uh, I go sprawling to the ground, sword still in hand, uh, but losing the initiative um, in doing so. Amazing. Uh, And you still have initiative. I do. I'm trying to think a little bit about my strategy here. So we're looking so good on progress. Yeah. Um, But you have momentum so i feel like you're our fail safe so i want to give you initiative if i can so i think i'm going to do another aid your ally okay another secure advantage okay aid your ally yep and i think what that looks like is i'm actually throwing my spear right at its head Ooh. because mm-hmm. it, it as you um as you're knocked out of position like it turns toward you and i'm just doing mm-hmm. you know oh no you don't i'm just gonna toss its spear right right <laughs> its head. either you know, stagger it for a moment or distract it, you know? Right. Not really trying to do it any harm. Maybe it's wearing, maybe it's got a big iron helmet on. So I'm just like almost just throwing my spear right at the back Ooh. of its head. An iron helmet that is fused yes. with its skull. Oh, so, so it almost horrible. looks like a- Yeah, it's like a huge yeah. iron skull almost. 
but you can see these like crazed eyes on the yeah. inside of the helmet. So this, yeah. this guy's just a fan painting. He's awesome, man. I yeah, I need I need somebody. <laughs> yeah, why listen, is there Iron no Sworn Community? Asiarchal somebody out there needs to draw. Someone needs to draw. First of all, our characters. I would Second first of all, of all the first of all the giant giant. Second of all, our characters. Yeah, the Iron Rack Giant needs to get needs to get drawn. This thing's a giant with armor and weapons fused to its body, and it's, it's got, got wings. wings. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a Dio album cover <laughs> come to it's life. Amazing. All right, <laughs> I'm just I'm just dragging out my own suspense here on making this move because I just um yeah dreading it a little bit. But here we go. Screw advantage. Uh, this feels like uh I think aggressive action. Sure, I'm gonna roll iron. That favors me. Cool. Yeah. Hurling your time. You can sort of yep, bend definitely. the stats to work, you know, narratively for your preferred stat. Yep. Do so. Okay. We can't. So that's a little bit of a bummer. Okay. You do get plus one momentum. Doesn't help me. So that's kind of a bigger bummer, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on initiative. So yeah, I think, you know, I did this. It sort of clings off its helmet and it, it pays it no mind. It's turning. Yeah. Raising its. Bringing his sword around to slash at you. So what do you do? I I think I'm in a clash with this Ooh, thing. Um, risky. But I've got that momentum to burn. That's true. So uh, this thing turns. Uh, it's just enraged at this point because we've just been wailing on it for a few seconds here. Uh, it, it tosses Einar off of its arm. Einar goes sprawling into the darkness. And this thing turns and it sees me sort of getting up off of the ground using my sword to uh, get myself up. And it sort of takes two huge steps and it comes up with this just massive surfboard sized sword that is fused with its arm and it brings it down. uh, And I bring up my sword to try and parry it. Um, So I'm going to roll clash. All right. So that's a weak hit, which you can burn momentum for a strong hit. I'm going to do it. I'm burning momentum for a strong hit. Rad. So burning down to plus one. Um, what happens is the giant brings down this sword of black iron. I hold up my sword to parry and I've got, you know, both arms up. And as our swords clash, the giant sh- sword shatters. There's like this. And the, these pieces just go flying everywhere. There's this flash of blinding light as the white blade of my sword sort of hews through the black iron of its sword. And I'm as shocked as the giant is when this happens. Um, And uh, I'm going to inflict harm. I'm going to inflict plus one harm, I think, uh, with my strong hit here. And that's that also gives me the initiative. So So that gets us up to uh, eight and two left over a nine, right? Eight progress filled. Yep. Uh huh. Is that what you got on yours? That's yeah, that's what I have too. Yep. You want to end the fight? I would love to end the fight. I think this is the perfect time to do it. Um so the sword shatters, this thing staggers back and I can I drive forward with my blade and try to end it. Um here we go. So we got eight filled progress. Yep. <laughs> Strong hit. I lunge through the shower of iron and sparks and light that is emitting from this shattered sword and with my hand against the pommel of this sword i drive it up into the giant's chest and it's just this as i find the uh hole between the plates of its armor and we stand there for a second in silence and the room is completely still 
and the giant just wordlessly slides off my sword and topples back onto the floor with a crash. And the light in its eyes fade, and the iron in its body begins cracking and goes brittle, and we see it decay before our very eyes turn to dust, and then the flesh itself turns to dust. And a fierce wind sweeps through the chamber from the pillar, and there's a brief cyclone, and the remains of this once noble being are swept away and carried into the shadows above us. I wipe the blood from the blade on my cloak, and as you're sort of getting your bearings, I toss your spear to you that I've recovered from the thing's body. Einar appears again out of the shadows, limping somewhat, and I look down at the sword that killed this beast, and then I look to you and say, it's done. I sort of stand straight, wearing my ears a little bit on my face, and I look toward the pillar. The sword is... It's still glowing this silver-white color, and as the the cyclone of wind takes the 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 ash and like the rust of this iron-racked giant away back up into the sky, where it hopefully finds some semblance of peace, all of these figures, like countless figures, there are dozens, maybe maybe hundreds of figures that all have these sort of vaguely human-like appearances, but it's it's hard to discern any features. They sort of step forward, and as the blade again reaches a zenith, the hum sort of filling the chamber, the runes along its blade that say Lost Truth glowing this, this bright white, the spirits, there's this sort of collective sigh, or this like deep breath that happens, and all of the spirits kind of fade And as they do so, the glow around the blade fades as well. And as the light leaves the blade, I find myself holding the sword, but I I no longer hear the whispers of those it has killed. And in my hand, for the first time in my life, it feels right. And my grip tightens on the hilt and I sheathe it on my back once more. The blade has been purged of the taint of the blood that it has spilled and it is now a pure weapon yet again so i think i'm gonna lose the keen ritual yeah that's amazing so i think maybe next session we can talk about swapping that we can we can trade that in for xp i think i've also probably made some progress on the return the blade to its proper home yeah let's do a little bit of let's do a little bit of catching up on our progress here so yeah uh, mm-hmm. Find the white pillar and discover its connection to the storm surge pillar. I'm going to mark two progress on that one. It's a formidable okay. vow. I think I'm going to mark one progress for defeating the iron racked guardian and mm-hmm. one for, for find, actually finding it. Finding the pillar, yeah. That gets us up to one, two, three, four, five, six progress on our white pillar quest. I mm-hmm. don't think we're ready to fulfill that vow yet because I we have this- no. Sort of subquest now of repairing the schism among the giants, which yep. I think we need to. I think we need to complete that one before we can truly sort of end this. I agree. Uh, there's something still. There's a there's a task to be done. Even you can feel it within the blade here before the mm-hmm. the pillar will will fully grant its full power. Yep. Yeah. And then I have my uh, return my blade to its proper home vow. Um, 
That is an epic quest for me. Yeah. I so far only have two ticks in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that uh, finding the white pillar gives me another tick. And I think that uh, purging the blade of its evil gives me another tick, which will give me one full box. Yeah, that's that amazing. <laughs> Just one full box. <laughs> like that's gonna be that would be a whole thing like we learn of where we have to take the blade to to you know yeah truly bring it back home um and yep. then repair the schism among the giants is is schism how you pronounce that or am i being an idiot yes yeah no that is, that is how you, how you uh schism schism such a cool word it's the coolest it's, you word. don't get to use it in like common day parlance no, like you couldn't say schism in like a Zoom meeting no. with like coworkers. Yeah. Be like, oh, what are we going to do about the schism, guys? <laughs> Let's have an action item on the to-do list for the schism. I think that's a I think that's a homework for all the listeners is in your Zoom meeting this week at work. You <laughs> must use the word try schism to work at least once. Yeah. Just like in Try to work schism into your daily parlance of uh, emailing back and forth with people, things like that. So it feels like... We're sort of like we're doubling up our milestones a little bit, but it's, it feels like the same sort of like milestones we just reach for the pillar quest we can apply here and well, it's, get up it's to all connected. four progress on that one. So I, I picture the the pillar now, like the light of it sort of fading. There's work to be done here, but its power has passed to your sword. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be good to wrap up this delve entirely before our next session. Yeah. And yep. uh, within the delve mechanics, there is a handy dandy uh, one roll mechanism for getting out of a place, essentially. Like once you've achieved your objective and or if things have gone horribly awry and you just want to get the heck out of there, you can make a one one roll move to do that. And that is called escape the depths. When you flee or withdraw from a site, consider the situation your approach. I mean, do you feel anything in terms of like with the sword in terms of like, can we just go striding into the giant camp now and deal with the uh, with this uh, usurper who has iron racked himself now and taken over control? Like, can we just go deal with him? Like maybe something changes about the sword the way it looks, or maybe there's a new rune upon it or something like that, that basically signifies it as being once again linked to the white pillar. Yeah. Um, maybe that um, that rune that we saw on the way in that was kind of the shape of the pillar, uh, that is sort of emblazoned upon the blade uh, now in place of the lost truth runes. Because um, I, I think what we might be able to try to do is try to compel the giants who are following this guy using the yeah. sword right yeah they worship these pillars right the the power yep. of the pillar is now uh what's the word i'm looking for imbued in the blade amazing word in the blade another word to use in your Zoom another meetings. word use schism, schism and, imbued, and imbued if you can yep so imbued in the sword and if that fails then maybe you need to like fight a duel with him or something and the sword will enable you to knock its uh Ooh, rank down yeah. one, right mm-hmm so I, I think find the fastest way out, maybe roll plus edge would be appropriate because yeah, we're just heading for the main I, exit rather than the little I think so. like, antechambers. Yep. Or we could say plus wits locate an alternate path because maybe your sword is like now leading you towards that inevitable confrontation. So I think that that works pretty well too. Well, both both edge and wits are one for me. Yeah. So it's six to one, half dozen to the other. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's got to be on you though. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna. 
I'm going to roll wits, I think. I think it makes sense that the sword would maybe guide me out of here. Yep. Okay, weak hit. Weak hit. I'll always take a weak hit. Yep. Happily. Uh, you find your way out, but this place exacts its price. Choose one. Uh, weary or wounded. The experience leaves you shaken. You are delayed and it costs you. You leave behind something important. You face a new complication. Uh, Desident and plots of revenge. I think that, honestly, just... <laughs> I think I endure stress. I think that... Uh, I think that seeing the pillar uh, killing this giant, uh, purging the blade of all of this malice and violence... Uh, I think has taken its toll. Yeah, on uh, my you're spirit. now like all these voices that have been part of you are now gone, right? So there's yep, exactly something fulfilling in that, but there's also something like a piece of you has now been taken away. Yep. Um, totally. So yeah, I'd say what's your what's your uh, spirit like right now? It's at plus three. Yeah, yeah. Kill kill two spirit. Knock yeah, so that puts me at plus one. Yeah. Yep. We need to find somebody so, to sojourn with one of these days. I need a I need a bed <laughs> to lay down in for several days. We need that we need that hopping <laughs> on the bed scene. Yes. In, uh, yep. Return of the King. Yeah. <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> All right. Aragorn. Uh I think that's great. Do you want to endure stress? Yes. Uh let me do that. Endure stress. Ay ay ay. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. So you're gonna lose a little momentum. Yep, lost momentum, and there's a complication. What do you think that what is means? That? I don't know. Should we roll in the order? It has to be related to. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to roll action and theme to see see if sure, anything occurs? Sure, that's a that's a really good idea. I'll do that. Fortify wealth. Fortify wealth. Interesting. What do you think that means? Okay, so we make our way out of this place. I uh-huh. notice that you seem a little distracted you have a somewhat sort of ghostly look on your face like you're sort of just dealing with all of this we but you're also instinctively leading us instead of following the path we came we head down that chamber we emerge into a new that feels like a central passage leading to this place uh, within a matter of minutes we find our way to the main entrance we come around a corner and into into the uh, bright light of this uh, huge central opening that leads into the temple from the giant camp and instead of like skulking and like looking forward like for some reason you're just you just sort of are marching forward into the light Mm -hmm. and gathered there is the giant clan who were apparently expecting you and um in the center of them in the center of this group that's sort of forming a ring around the doorway is the their iron racked leader, who we could see hasn't has is stricken with sort of an iron sickness, not nearly as mm-hmm. to the point that the being we just faced, but his one of his arms is has iron tendrils leading into an iron iron sort of racked fist. Mm-hmm. Half of his face has an iron sheen to it. One eye has been blinded and is now just a solid iron orb, and he lifts a hammer and strides toward you and says, that sword is mine and fade scene. We'll see what happens next time. Awesome. All right. Can't wait to see what happens with that. It's going to be epic. 
So join us next time for that. Matt, do you want to remind folks where they could find you on the internet? Yeah, sure. Uh, I post regularly over at twitter.com slash mattclick. Um, I also do game design streams and other fun stuff on patreon.com slash mattclick. And you can find some of the books that I've worked on over at absolutetabletop.com. And I'm Sean Tompkin. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Tompkin, S-H-A-W-N-T-O-M-K-I-N. Uh, be sure and stop by the Ironshorn website if you're new to Ironshorn for all the latest downloads and links to various community sites. And once again, really appreciate you listening. And may all your vows be fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs>